Hey there, it's episode 125 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in today's podcast, I'm so excited to share with you guys an interview I did recently with my dear friend, Raj Kassar. Raj is the principal and owner of the Boutique Real Estate Group down in Orange County, California. I have known Raj for years and years, and it's been so great during this interview to really kind of take you guys behind the scenes and hear his backstory of how he got into real estate. You guys are going to absolutely love this story. I know it made me um, smile, and it's a great, great story. He's also going to share with you some of the things he does when it comes to social media and video. I have long admired the uh, marketing and the style that Raj and the boutique real estate have, and they just do an amazing job when it comes to social media. And whether you are new at social media or whether you are more advanced, I know you're going to love some of the tips and tools uh, and the secrets that Raj shares in our interview. So let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm Katie Lance, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting and the Get Social Smart Academy. And I am so excited. We have a very special interview in store for you guys today. Um, This is somebody who I have known for quite some time, and I am thrilled that he made time in his busy schedule to sit down uh, for an interview with us today. So I am very excited to uh, to chat with Raj Kassar. Those of you who don't know Raj, Raj is the principal owner of the Boutique Real Estate Group down in beautiful Orange County, California. He's a national speaker. He is a dear friend. And uh, I didn't tell Raj this, but I actually went on his LinkedIn right before this. And I wanted to just pull a little snippet from his LinkedIn. I absolutely love, he says this on his profile. He says, our story meaning the boutique real estate group, our story goes a little something like this. Beautiful design evokes emotion. Emotion stirs the soul and creates a connection between the client, agent, and the home buying and selling process, which I absolutely love. Raj, we're so happy to have you with us today. Thank you, Katie. It's First of all, it's great to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. Um, and thanks for that warm introduction. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. We have known each other quite some time. I was trying to think back to how long we've known each other. I think we first met probably back way back uh, when I was working for Inman, uh, which feels like a very long time ago. <laughs> and then, you know, it just has, has evolved over the years. Um, I think we probably first met probably on social media at some point. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was social. I'm sure it was Inman. And uh, yeah, we've been connected since. So I love it. So I would love for you to kind of start at the beginning for people who don't know you. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate and then what does your business look like today? Sure, I would love to. And it's it's pretty interesting. I think I blow a lot of people's mind when I tell them the story about how I got into real estate because I don't think I talk about it too often and not a lot of people ask me when I'm on podcasts or Zoom calls or anything like that, but super interesting. And I don't even know if you know this, I went to medical school. So I don't know if you really know that. So I didn't no, mind that. I did four years of undergrad and then pretty much everyone in my family's in the medical field some way or, or another. And I always wanted to be a doctor. So I went to medical school. So my third year I studied abroad. So I, I chose London to study because one of my dad's cousins was a physician at St. Thomas hospital in London. And so I did my third year abroad and uh, being out of the classroom for the first time in like six years, because undergrad four years, 
and then two years of book studying in med school. I was out and I absolutely loved it. I love seeing patients and working with the docs and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, then I came home after that third year and I was really just, I was tired. I was really burnt out and I decided to take like a quarter off. And what do you do when you take a quarter off and you live in Orange County, you go to the beach and you start surfing and you grow your hair out and you get a beautiful tan. And so that's what I did for a little bit. And um, it, it took me off like the normal schedule. So I had missed like the next opportunity to jump in for my fourth year. And so it actually was about two quarters off. And during that time, I had a friend who worked for a pharmaceutical company call me up and said, hey, Raj, I know you're taking some time off. No big deal, but we are um, hiring a different group of people into our company, and it's people with advanced degrees, specifically in medicine. So they were hiring physicians, PAs, nurse practitioners in to assist their sales team to answer difficult questions that physicians would ask sales reps and that sales reps weren't like technically allowed to answer. I was like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Then he called me a week later. And then two weeks later, and then he just stayed after me. So I just said, okay, like, I'll talk to you about it. And at that point in my life, I'd never like had a real job, so to speak. <laughs> right. I, I take them. I had a job. I worked for my dad and he was in the medical field. So I worked for my dad. So um, I didn't have like a real corporate job ever. So um, he, he told me how much you'd get paid. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I do this for a year, I could probably pay off some of my medical school loans and stuff and then just jump back in. Well, anyway... Long story short, I got into it and I, I didn't even go back to my parents' dismay to this day, Katie, to this day, my parents were like, don't you want to go back? Your job is so stressful. I'm like, I think being a physician is pretty stressful too, you know, especially the last year or so. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm super happy with the choice I made. I'm glad I never turned around and went back, but I ended up in the pharmaceutical gig for like, I don't know, 10 years or so. But halfway wow. into that, um, my wife and I had bought a our first house together and we were getting ready to sell it because we had one daughter and she was pregnant with a second. And we were like, we need a little bit more room. Where are we going? So we, this is kind of where the real estate story happens. There's a guy that lived on the street. He sold all the houses in the neighborhood, pre-social media. There was no Get Social Smart Academy. There was <laughs> nothing, right? This is like... 2006, five or six, somewhere around wow. there. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing, right? I mean, email was happening, but there was not really like social media, right? Because I think Facebook was end of 07 or something like that. Anyway. Um, it was for all the college kids for a while. Remember that? Right, 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 <laughs> for sure. And so we called the guy. He, uh, We hired him to sell the house. And I didn't know. I thought you just hire it. They put a sign in the ground, not knowing the intricacy of this <laughs> business, right? Don't you wish but you could go back to like your former self and say, how did you not know? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, oh my gosh, where we are today versus where we were then. It's, it's so crazy. But I hired the guy to sell the house. And the first weekend I knew something was off because he's like, hey, Raj, I'm going to Vegas this weekend. I've got a bunch of open house signs in my garage. I'll give you the code. Just grab them, put them outside your house. Your place is gorgeous. It's going to sell itself. I said, okay, but who's letting the people into the house if you're in Vegas? He's like, well, you're home this weekend, right? <laughs> and I was like, you have what? <laughs> what are you? I'm like, I'm paying you what on what? Like, you're not even going to be here. 
So Katie, crazy story. Couple walks in. They're like, hey, they're asking me all these questions. They're like, we really liked it. We want to write an offer. So that part, he was right. But I'm like, what do I do now? I'm not a realtor. Like, I, what am I supposed to do? Like, are you kidding? Anyway, so we worked out the whole deal. He didn't do much. But in between that, too, he was like, hey, I noticed you have a fancy printer upstairs from your corporate job. Do you mind if I send you the PDF? You can print these flyers out. Like anything else I can do for you? I'm like, seriously, are you paying me? I'm paying you. Anyway, so in the middle of all this and just chatting with my wife, she's like, you could probably do this so much better. Light bulb moment, right? So we sold that house, moved to our new place. And um, I was just kind of like, hey, I'll, let me look into this and see what it takes to get a license. So did it, went to classes. It was literally some like 300-year-old human was teaching the real estate class, you know? Uh, I was like, oh my, and I look around, I was the youngest person in the class. I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. This is like not for me. But I was also like, man, maybe this industry needs like little youth, little spunk, little like whatever. Passed my test and I'm out now hosting a happy hour for a bunch of my pharmaceutical clients. And I know exactly where we are. We're at Javier's at the Irvine Spectrum. And one of the clients, one of the doctors looks at me and is like, hey, Raj, you know everyone. Again, Katie, this is before social. You know everyone. Do you know any good realtors? I was like, oh. <laughs> his name was Dan. I'm like, Dan, I just got licensed. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I kind of sort of just sold my last house on my own. <laughs> like, I'd love to help you out. So Kate, we looked at three houses. We wrote one offer. It got accepted. Got an escrow. Closed. Got my first check. I was like, this is the easiest job in the world. How come everyone doesn't do this? This is <laughs> like, I feel like I robbed the system. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So. Um, and what year was this? That was 2006. Okay. 2006. Like I literally, I think it was like May. I got my license. May 6th, I think is like when my license expired. Like if I remember that. I think yeah. it was like May 8th. I did the happy hour. And then a month later I go in escrow. So. At the brokerage I was at, I called my office manager. I'm like, oh my God, I got, he's like, I'm on vacation. He's like, call the broker. I called the broker. The broker's like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm like, what? So I literally, I think it was YouTube, went on there and there were our association website and figured out how to write an offer. And oh Katie, it was God. on triplicate. It was on the, the white, the carbon copy, the yellow, the pink. Like, oh my God, this industry is, how, how, do, how does anyone do this? Anyway, got accepted, closed escrow. And he was, uh, at that time, he was a resident at Children's Orange County, Children's Hospital in Chanchop. So he referred me to his attending and their attending, sold them a house. And then I moved to an area where a bunch of the people I called on in my pharmaceutical world were also living in my same area. So I got to the point where I'm like, hey, I should probably do some kind of marketing. So I literally email like 20 people because, again, no social. I can't post. Looking for an amazing graphic designer. Please send me your contacts. Send an email. And through the email chain, I got the info of a guy. I met him at a Starbucks. He was two hours late, as most graphic designers are. And I'm like, hey, here is 50 things I get on my doorstep every week or in the mail. I want, I want to look completely different than this. Can you design me something that looks like it came out of like a magazine you'd see at the Ritz Carlton or the Montage, or I just like, I'm catering to a neighborhood that's like one to 5 million. I want to look like, 
like wherever they go on vacation, that's where I want them to open up. And, but I want them to get it in their mailbox or on their doorstep. It's like, sure. Designed a piece, sent out 500 pieces, got my first call. I'm like, really? And it was a $2 million <laughs> listing. I was like, really? So then that one led to another, to another. And I got to a point where I had to make a decision because I was still doing my pharmaceutical job. And it was really tough on the family because I was slammed. I had a graphic designer, I had an assistant and a, an agent. So there was plus me, four of us and just starting off. And I really wanted a website to convey that, um, that image of like the houses I was selling. So I got in a little bit in the technology. I learned about websites. Mm -hmm. So I found a company online that was doing a lot of the big names in Orange County, contacted them. I'm like, how much do you want? Are you <laughs> kidding me? You have to be joking. <laughs> anyway, their rep stayed on me, stayed on me, stayed on me. And finally put a website together, which looks nothing like our website now, but it was super clean, simple, sophisticated. It worked. And that's the first time our friend Jimmy Mackin reached out to me. He's like, hey, love your website. Looks really cool. You know, like that's what that's great. How, how we met. Um, and so, um, yeah, that was kind of the story of how I got into it. Um, and then I got to a point where I had to make a decision, Katie. I had to be like, okay. And social was taking off. We got into social right. media really quick. That's how you and I connected. Um, I was speaking at Inman stuff and CAR stuff and realtor.com stuff and all this wherever. Um, I didn't know realtors spoke at stuff, but I was very familiar with it because I'd hire physicians to speak, to speak to other physicians. So I was like, oh right. my God, now I'm the guy up there. <laughs> hiring the guy up there. Now so you're the guy. <laughs> I, was, I was the guy. I was like, oh my God, it was crazy. But um, it started with social for sure, 100%. Um, I got my name out there because we understood Facebook right off the bat. And I tell this story a lot because I went to my local broker caravan, again, where the average age of the realtor was like 90. And I would say, <laughs> hey, I have a Facebook fan page. And I just posted 20 photos of a listing I have that's coming soon, which wasn't, it wasn't a thing back then. Right, right. And everyone would look at me like, who's this kid? He's got a <laughs> this guy? page. <laughs> right. And then when people would come to my broker open or open house, I'd ask them to check in on Facebook because I'd make a place on Facebook for that house. Back then that was like, re like crazy. Cutting edge, yeah. Cutting edge, oh my gosh, you did what? And then people didn't realize that would stay on Facebook so people could keep checking in. And then when Instagram came up, it would show up. If you check into a place or tag a location, it would show up then. So crazy to this day, I've got places and check-ins all over Orange County where you could pull it up and it's like the property I sold. So anyway. You've left uh, these little digital breadcrumbs. Little breadcrumbs <laughs> everywhere, right? And so um, I just got to a point where I like, I couldn't sell like 30 or 40 or 50 homes a year and maintain a full-time corporate gig. So I had to make a decision oh. and, and, and it wasn't a decision I wanted to make. But my boss came to me, he's like, hey, my boss's boss's boss was looking for a home in Orange County and your name came up and it looks like you sold 50 homes last year and you're also like doing really well at this job. It's like not the image we want to portray. So <laughs> right, right. Like, we love you. You need to make a choice. Do you want to do this or that? You know, so I was mm -hmm. like, hey, this is the push I need. I had a heart to heart with my family. I'm like, I think this is the way we want it. But it was a good, you know, push off the diving board or into the whatever you want to call it. And I went full-time, 100% into real estate. So 
Is that when you created Boutique? That- yeah, so that basically, um, I had been thinking about starting my own thing for a while and going to conferences and meeting people like you and all of our friends that are at all these conferences and just like talking to other agents across the country. I'm like, I know I could do this. I know how to do it. I feel like I've got like, say the, the personality and then the digital know-how. And I think I can make a difference in the home buying and selling process because I had a horrible one. Like with my, you know, like I'm like, it's, there's not much more to go further right. to raise the bar from that. But, um, Is that guy still in real estate? I no, just, I just gotta know. No. <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, funny. yeah, it's really funny. So that's where I was like, okay, let, let's do it. And I think really like, Meeting people like you, Katie, was super influential for me at the very beginning. Like listening to you speak and how you would have like a calendar and this is the content. And it's not just about you, it's about your audience and like pushing it out and being super consistent with that. I think a lot of that like was engraved with me. Like our circle of our crew at like all these conferences, if you look to see like where they are now, and where they, I mean, they're all doing so great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's just really excelled. And so, um, so this is like a little thank you to you for being who you were and not knowing that you were influencing me. So I really appreciate that a hundred percent. And then you came and did like guest, you were a guest slacker for us for a month, which was awesome as well. So that was a really cool thing to do. And so it's just like, thank you so much for doing that for us and who you are and I know there's so many people out there who like look to you for inspiration as well. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I so appreciate that. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Facebook and how social media has evolved obviously from, and Facebook's still a big thing, but now we've got Instagram, we've got reels. I know you're you're doing a ton of stuff with the video. What's, what's working for you right now? I mean, I know you've got your, your, lots of irons in the fire. So I'd love for you to share maybe a couple of things that are, are really working for you and also uh, not just working in terms of engagement, but where do you see, you know, the, the bottom line is how's it bringing in business, right? Like how is it, how is it affecting your business? So wh- sure. whatever you could share would be great. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, there's definitely been a transition. So I'm um, just being on social was a big deal and being consistent on social was a big deal. In 2008, we shot our first video. And I think that's when like, I feel like people started recognizing who I was. Mm-hmm. just by shooting video. And we were very consistent with video. Every listing, we'd shoot a video. And then the next listing we got, they'd call us because we shot a video and their realtor was 175 years old and <laughs> barely showed up with a BlackBerry. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And so I think video has been the biggest ROI for like me personally in my business and our company as a whole. So now what I see is like video, video, video on social any way you can do it. So short form or long form is kind of where I see. We've been putting a lot of stuff, especially during COVID, when our video crews weren't going out and shooting anything, we went to video on stories, Mm. right? And doing reels or stories or TikTok. So um, I think the big thing, um, especially at the beginning of COVID, TikTok was, everything was TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And you'd hear a song on the radio. You're like, oh my gosh, that's a TikTok song. <laughs> right. And you didn't realize that it's a real song happening. <laughs> um, but um, I did some really fun stuff on TikTok where, well, let me start over. I got like, I got the Raj brain on on TikTok. So I would take our videos that we've been shooting for years, cut it for TikTok, 
but scrub our music off and put whatever was trending, right? Mm. The first I started with our video, I'm like, this is perfect platform for video. Oh my God, this was made for me. Put our- yeah, It's video uh, only, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I put our video on there with the music that we chose and we get like 200, 300 views. So it wasn't like anything astronomical. I'm like, this can't be right. Like, this is weird. Like our videos are like, they're beautiful. They're high, like everything. So I'm like, oh, hashtags. Let me do video, our music and hashtags. Maybe like 400, 500 views. Uh, something's wrong. I'm like, ah, oh, trending music. It's the music. Yes. It's the Take music. It off. And then all of a sudden it was like 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. I'm like, okay. So I think I kind of sort of figured it out maybe. It's like a recipe. <laughs> like a recipe, but still so naive with the whole TikTok. I'm like, they want people to dance. But I'm not like a dancing realtor, you know? Yeah. You know? And so many people I know will make fun of me if they see me dancing on TikTok. But I'm like, okay. I'm going to introduce this to our office, like right before COVID, to an office meeting. And I'm going to find a really super simple dance that we could all kind of do and have fun. So we literally set it up at the wine bar, the little selfie cam, did it. I got everyone to agree to do it. We did it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to post it, everyone. And then I shared it with everyone. And then carry on with the meeting. Like, hey, I think this is the next big, big thing. This is cool. Listen for the music. The kids at school are doing it in the hallways. The kids aren't buying houses, obviously. They're 12, 14, 16. But, like, it's just something to look out for. And the things you could do within TikTok, like all the editing and, and uh, duets and all that, you can't do anywhere else, really, you know, yeah. at that time. And so um, all of a sudden someone's like, Raj, my daughter just texted me and saw us on TikTok. <laughs> Raj. <laughs> My That's son awesome. just texted me and said, FYP, FYP, you know, like, for you page. <laughs> right, right. I looked down at my phone and I literally have 60,000 views in literally like 40 minutes or 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh are you kidding me? It ended up at like 160,000 views. I'm like, wow. if I took my best real estate video the, on the most gorgeous house and dropped it on YouTube without paying, for an ad, like a hundred thousand would be bomb. Would be like any agent I think across the planet would be like, I got a hundred thousand views on one listing video. Right. You no, know, that doesn't really happen. You know, <laughs> a thousand so, is a, is a great number of views. You know, <laughs> a thousand is awesome. You know, you get the K on there. You're like, woo, yeah. that's awesome. So, um, so I was like, this is this is something to be like messed around with. So I just I would talk to my kids like, hey, how do you transition? How do you add text and then take it off? And then taking that as Instagram started copying that, and my demographic is more on Instagram, the people buying houses where I'm running ads, all that, um, would then push it from TikTok to Instagram. But then Instagram or got smart and is like, hey, there's a watermark on here now. We're going to not push it up so high. So then Reels came out and we were doing stuff with Reels. So anyway, the answer to your question is video on social. I think our attention span is like this big. Yeah. So shorts are big. Shorts are big. Anywhere you're going to do a short form video, that's kind of where we've been putting our attention. Yeah. <clears throat> and I love that you said that, you know, your audience is kind of primarily more on more on Instagram and we're definitely seeing that. I feel like TikTok has been such a great forum to understand video and to really jump on so many of those trends. And although a lot of you know, of course, there's a lot of different types of people and they're not just not not just the kids. Right. There's all different ages. But I do think Instagram for a lot of folks, a lot of our listeners, that's uh, just a 
a big, big demographic. And so it's, it's fun to see. And I always love seeing all the beautiful homes. You guys, uh, you guys just do always do a beautiful job shooting and editing and storyboarding. And I know it's a whole production. Yeah, it is. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. So, you know, one of the things I've always loved about you too, is, is being able, I know with a lot of your video, you know, you're, you're, you know, cutting it up and you're putting it in different places and, and things like that. Um, is that something you're still doing? You're still doing kind of a lot of repurposing and putting sounds like some things on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, yeah. So we've, we've got um, a video flow like strategy on mm-hmm. after the final cuts dropped on YouTube, we're, we're, we're sending it. And so we do have a full-time social media manager at the boutique, um, which is great. And we're able to cut and edit. And when we get it back from the video team, we're saying, hey, can we get this video in vertical format for TikTok and Reels? And then can we get it in horizontal for obviously for YouTube? And then can we get a 15-minute version, a 60-second version? And if it's long enough, a three-minute version. So we're trying to like cut it all up. And then it's fun with the 15-second versions because you could do like, like three videos at a time basically and post that to Instagram. And so you, and they're all moving at different times. So I think it's very, it gets people's attention and some of our view count on the ones when we do that are super crazy high. So it's really fun to see that, but yeah, repurposing video anywhere we can Um, on some of our bigger listings, we're literally DMing the video to agents in our sphere. Um, We've got a list of like the top 250 agents in Orange County top 250 in LA. And so for some of our special listings, we're sending direct messages of the video, the property website, whatever it is to those people. So anyway, we can cut it and slice it. And then we have a weekly email that goes out called this week at the boutique. And so we're either dropping um, listings like just listed or uh, videos or podcasts or whatever we're doing that week is getting sent out to um, a list of people. I think it's great that you mentioned that because I think sometimes with social people just think it's just posting to Instagram or posting to YouTube or posting to TikTok. But I love the two things that just kind of stood out to me was the DM. I think it's all about the DM and mm-hmm. and and also email. And I find that you've you've always done it in just a very thoughtful way. You know, you can kind of tell when people are just like spamming the DMs. <laughs> you know, they're not being very, I don't know, thoughtful with it. And that it, I don't know about you, but I feel like it doesn't take a whole lot of effort just to be a little extra thoughtful, you know, when you're DMing people. And even if you're mass DMing people, like, I think there's a way to do it in a, in a thoughtful way that doesn't feel that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. And then we're also using like our CRM and our like um, home search platform, which is real scout um, Mm -hmm. using that because we'll um, it's real time, like the dashboard on real scout. And so you'll see, like, they'll say, Katie Lance just viewed one, two, three main street. Oh my God. One, two, three main street. That's our listing. Let me see send her the, like the link for that. Hey, Katie, just noticed you were maybe searching online or I'm in your neighborhood today and I just want to let you know we listed this home and then shoot a message either through our CRM or through our like IDX home search. That's great. I know you've got, you know, a, a team, you've got people who are doing, you know, obviously your video and your editing and you've got a social media, um, you know, professional in your office, which is awesome. But you're also active yourself, right? Because I know, I mean, I just from talking to you over the years, I know that that's, that's such an important piece of it is just showing up, even though I know yeah. you're busy and you've got family and, you know, a whole, a whole lot on your plate, but yeah. there's still a value of showing up, right? And, and yeah. connecting with people. Yeah, for sure. And I love that, that connection. So a lot of times people like will be like, is Raj showing up today? And I'm always there. So, it, I mean, we're still uh, 
every single listing that's like that I'm listing my, that's a Raj listing. I'm at every showing. So lights on music on pool flowing, the whole deal. Like the home is ready to be shown. We never, um, and the way I train our new agents is I'm never letting a buyer's agent go to the house without me there. Because you've seen the TV shows where they walk in and they're like, is this the dining room? Is this the <laughs> kitchen? And you know, right. and we simply ask like, hey, would you like us to give you a tour of the home? Or would you like to walk around on your own? If they say, yes, please give us a tour. And most like savvy buyer agents are like, yes, please take that off my plate. Show me around. Tell me everything you know about the house. And because um, we cast such a wide net and inventory has been so low this last year, agents are coming from all over the place into Orange County, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they may not know Newport Beach or Yorba Linda or Irvine. They're like, hey, tell us everything. Where's the nearest Whole Foods? Where's the nearest Bristol Farms? Where did... Where's Starbucks? Or they're like, I don't want to go to Starbucks. What's the best local like barista that we can go to and get an amazing coffee? So they want to know that stuff. And a lot of that stuff resonates. And it's the stuff I learned a long time ago. Give your clients something they can't see online. Give them something they can't Google. You know what I mean? And so being like a hyper-local agent in a hyper-local market, you're able to say like, hey, this is where I get my coffee. This is where I get pizza. This is where we go to dinner on Friday night. You know, like the whole deal. So I think it's important to be there to show up. And then they're like, oh, my God. And like, literally, like, you're the guy in the video. You're here. (laughs) That's awesome. So one of the last things I wanted to just ask you, I know we're getting um, towards the end of our time together. Um, We have a lot of folks who listen to the podcast who, to be honest with you, are just, I think, overwhelmed with social media. It has changed a lot since 2006 when you first kind of started dipping your toe into the water. Um, there's so many different platforms. There's TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and YouTube. And a lot of people just feel like either they feel like it's too late, right? They feel like they've, they've missed it mm-hmm. or they just, they're like, this is just too much. I just don't have time for it. So I just would be curious your thoughts or maybe your advice for anyone who might be feeling a little overwhelmed. Well, yeah, especially for a new agent. I think what's really difficult with a new agent is they're trying to learn the contract, which is massive. And they feel like, oh my God, my client's like life's at stake if I sign in the wrong spot or put the wrong info in. And then they join a company like say like ours, where we're like so focused on social, on so many platforms and being consistent every day. They just don't know like, and they're like, oh, you have to send emails too? Oh, you have to DM? They're like LinkedIn, that's just for old people, you know? Like (laughs) some of my agents are joining, they don't even have a Facebook. And I'm like, are you kidding? You don't have a Facebook? Like, <laughs> like you gotta have a presence. Like if someone Googles you, like Facebook's one of the first few things that show up if you have a public account, you know? So yeah. um, I think um, really sitting down, making that um, a core, like a strategy. Like you have to have a social strategy, just like you have to have a strategy to learn the contract and a strategy like what you're gonna say when you show a house, like you need to know more than the, your, the client you're showing knows about the house because literally with two homes on the market in the entire city they've driven by 35 times already tried to stalk the place they know right. everything about it and then you show up two seconds before the showing and pull out like the listing on your phone and they know more than you so you can't like be like that especially in our market you know where homes are super expensive and people are super savvy and you just have to like be there so i think uh, the best bit of advice is one if you 
don't know where to start, reach out, find someone like Katie Lentz, like find someone like you who knows where to start and has been <laughs> through it. And it's like, honestly, and taking agents from like, you know, like, I don't know, I'm scared to post. I don't want to post a picture of my face, you know, to like <laughs> killing it on Instagram. So finding like a mentor, a coach, someone who's really like um, disciplined in social, like, I think that's great. Because I don't think most brokers, office managers, and people in our industry, like, are totally like dialed in like that. You know, yeah. it's definitely changing. And there's a new crew of younger office managers and brokers coming through. But I don't think they like focus on that. Um, so I think that'd be a great place to start. Find someone like Katie Lance, get involved daily, have a calendar, just know what you're going to do, you know? Yeah. And there's so many apps where you can like post for the whole week and be scheduled and ready to rock, you know? And then yeah. you, it took you three hours to do the whole week. And then now you can <laughs> focus on contracts and showings, clients, events, meeting people and connecting. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. Well, this has been just awesome. I have absolutely loved chatting with you, Raj. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you or anything else that you want to share that you want to share with our audience? Uh, I don't know. I, no, I don't think so, Katie. I think you hit everything. I, yeah, that's it. Really? <laughs> we covered all the it. good stuff. I think right? that's it. I can't wait to see you again at, at whatever's next, you know? I know. I know. Absolutely. So we are going to link all of your links below. We've got your Instagram and your website and, and your Facebook and, you know, we'll, we'll drop all those links um, in our show notes below. And uh, for all of our listeners, we definitely encourage you to reach out and connect with Raj, connect with the boutique real estate group. If you uh, are looking for a realtor or brokerage in Orange County, of course, you reach out to Raj and his awesome group. And if you enjoyed this podcast, the best thing you can do is let other people know about it. So share it out, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me, tag Raj, and we would absolutely love to connect with you. And if you really, really enjoyed the podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Um, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Raj, thank you again. I so appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also sign up for our free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.